Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Titus chapter 1 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review key takeaways and we're going to end our session with a prayer. So let us begin. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness, in the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time, and which now, at his appointed season, he has brought to light through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true son in our common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior, appointing elders who love what is good. The reason I left you in Crete was that you might put in order what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town, as I directed you. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it, rebuking those who fail to do good. For there are many rebellious people, full of meaningless talk and deception, especially those of the circumcision group. They must be silenced because they are disrupting whole households by teaching things they ought not to teach, and that for the sake of dishonest gain. One of Crete's own prophets has said it. Cretans are also liars, evil brutes, lazy gluttons. This saying is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, so that they will be sound in the faith and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or to the merely human commands of those who reject the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciousness are corrupted. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny Him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. This is the end of Titus chapter 1. So what is Paul writing here to his other son in the faith? Titus. He has been sent to Crete in order to establish the church of Titus, and now Paul wants to make sure that he knows how to establish the church leadership. So he's instructing him through his letter, and is asking him to set up an elder in every town. And the qualifications for setting up elders and deacons are the following. They have to be blameless. Uh, They need to be faithful to their wife. They need to be a man whose children believe and not open to charges of being disobedient. And again, he he underlines and underscores that elders are basically God's uh, household managers or household overseers. They're overseeing the household of God. So we must understand the seriousness of this and the responsibility that that this brings. So in order to choose someone, they must be blameless. He says it twice in his letter. 
They should not be overbearing. They should not be quick-tempered. And they should not be given to drunkenness or be violent or pursue dishonest gains. So again, he, Paul is saying he wants somebody that has self-control, that is upright, that is holy, that is disciplined. And I believe that we can also follow, it, this is not just for elders to be uh, overseers of, the, of God's household, but in our own household. We are called to be the same. We are called to uh, not be quick-tempered, not to be overbearing, not to be given to drunkenness, not to be violent, and to pursue honest gains. Paul basically is saying, in order to carry on God's word, we need to have boldness, we need to have confidence, because that is the only way that we are going to bring transformation to God's people. So we are to be like Jesus. We are to live godly, honorable lives as we await the second coming. And we are to walk away from immorality, from idolatry, and we must keep worshiping Jesus. And we must know that worshiping Jesus will surpass or surpasses anything that this world has to offer. And in if we just keep worshiping Jesus, we can run the race that God has given us. We can finish the race with honor. All we have to do is put our faith in Jesus and worship him. Knowing that there are abundant riches that God has promised us, his heirs, in the eternal life. And through our great God and our great Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, Paul says, that God saved us not because of the righteous things that we have done, but because of his grace and mercy. He saved us through the rebirth of the Holy Spirit, through the renewal of the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, we just want to pray to you. We want to thank you for sending these incredible words through Paul to his church, to his people. Lord, we understand now that we are to be holy, we are to be set apart, we are to shun the darkness, we are to be the light, we are to be the salt of the earth. Lord, we are to be bold in, in proclaiming your word, because that's how we're going to transform this world. That's how we're going to diminish the darkness and increase the light. This world which is in dire need of you, Lord, of your love, of your saving. So, Father God, give us strength. Send us your Holy Spirit. Allow us to shine that light. Allow us to be holy. Allow us to be blameless. Allow us to be righteous. Something that we can only achieve through our faith in Jesus. We ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Titus 1. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ always.